It's time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. All right, folks, good afternoon, friends and listeners to Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Are you ready for another local live show with all things Catholic? Julie, we're back at it again. Yes. In fact, I thought to myself, yes, when you were saying, are you ready? I was going to say, are you asking me in particular? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm totally ready. This is going to be an awesome show. We're really excited about it. We were just praying the precious blood of Jesus over everything oh, yes. because we're going to have a heavy topic today. <laughs> yes, we are. And it's amazing. funny how uh, we try to get the watch parties and all that stuff going before <laughs> the show starts. And uh, <laughs> luckily, I was able to get it going. It's funny how it feels a little weird not running everything because I have, again, we have Ty we helping have us out. Ty. Our awesome intern. Way to go, Ty. Um, for helping us out. I feel like I'm I'm missing something, but uh, we also saw Ivana and Javier and Teresa jump on the watch party. So that's awesome. Thank you so much, Sherry and Rebecca and Epifanio. God bless um, you all. Please share this show as well because we're going to have... we're going to have awesome, a really awesome guest. I'm not going to tell today. you who it is yet, although I did put it on the post. So those of you <laughs> watching on Facebook. You're in the um, know already. Right, Javier is actually the son of my, of my oh, uh, first really? communion yes. uh, godfather. You've so I'm, you know, he's before. my, do we call him Godbrothers? Do we yeah. I'm not sure if you call it. But how you doing, Javier? Uh, hopefully you're tuning in right now. Uh, you are tuning in, what am I saying? Share the video. Um, let's get to praying right away because I want to get into this show and the, the caffeine is kicked in, I think. And the, adre- <laughs> and the adrenaline. So let's get praying. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Because of the topic of today's show, uh, you'll see where I'm going with this. We're going to pray the St. Michael prayer. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. Saint Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. Saint Anthony de Padua, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Uh, Amen. Yes, Javier is is tuning in from Edinburgh, Texas. Woo! I'm glad That's he's, where he's we're watching from. this. We got to make sure and get the word out there that, that we're we're on uh, on radio right now. And on Facebook. And not quite yet, but we're going to very soon be on YouTube and Instagram Live. I know, that right? imagine. Twitter Live, which one is it? I, I wow. Apparently okay, well, one of the, whichever one, whichever one or both does the liveness. We're, we're reaching new heights on but the Guadalupe Radio Network. That's um, right. Yes. On today's edition of Rise and Walk, uh, the Fullness of Truth Conference is, is, you're going to mention that a little bit, uh, is going to be taking place this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And one of the speakers, who's a, who's a friend of ours, I think I can say that, yeah. Jesse Romero, uh, author of The Devil in the City of Angels, and uh, awesome uh, speaker, and actually host of Virgin Most Powerful Radio, an Jesus online radio. Jesus 911. Jesus 911, there you go. He's uh, awesome. On, he's going to be our guest. Uh, at about 12.30, we're going to bring him on. Uh, but I want to share with you a lot of things that are going on before then. But please, tell your friends. I tell you, at Get the beginning ready. of the show... So you can tell your friends, you can share the video and say, tune in, because <laughs> in a few minutes, Jesse's going to come on and it's going to be on Get ready to fire get smacked today. upside the head with some spiritual battle. We're Amen. ready to talk about it. Amen. <laughs> uh, um, this past week, Julie, uh, we celebrated uh, one of the feast days of St. Philomena. Yes, absolutely. You know, we talked a little bit about her on the show right before. Her feast day is August 11th. And so we met at Holy Spirit 
uh, we lead the Arch Confraternity of St. Philomena. So anyone who had any kind of devotion or even curiosity about her or wanted to offer Thanksgiving was welcomed and invited to join us at Holy Mass at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. And then afterwards, we went to her garden. It's now considered a garden because we're beautifying it. And we ask anyone who's interested in in doing that to contact Richard here at the office because we want to beautify her area. She's got a beautiful statue. We have a beautiful statue of her. And we prayed the litany of St. Philomena, which is written by St. John Vianney, whose relic is in the altar at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. For those of you who have a devotion to him, I believe you would have a devotion to St. Philomena if you knew how much he was devoted to her. So we had a great turnout. God bless all the people who showed up, and it was wonderful. A great turnout. Yes, it was. I love that. Um, I look forward to the next feast day. It's going to be in January. The next feast day is her birthday, January 10th. Amen. So look for announcements for that. So Deacon Ken uh, Dirksen from uh, Uvalde, Sacred Heart Catholic Church, is tuning in as well. And actually recorded a little video recently, put it on his Facebook page, and I, of course, shared it. Because I like Deacon Ken and his (laughs) wife, Barbie. They're they're awesome, wonderful supporters. Ken and and Barbie. that's yes, super cute. Yes. Why did we get They're names perfect like couple. that? So, yeah. That's cute. Ken and Barbie. <laughs> um, so hi there, Deacon. Great to see you. I'm glad you're on board. And as it. well as Jamie and Margaret and Barbara. Way to go. Thank you for joining us. Please share this video uh, with your friends. Um, Monsignor Pope, a quick update. Yes. Uh, we announced last week uh, on several shows that Monsignor Charles Pope, uh, the diocese up there, and I think is in D.C. area. Mm-hmm. I yes, I believe so. Uh-huh. Um, Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. He he tested positive for COVID. Yeah, I think he even went to the hospital. But praise God, he's he's recovering well. Mm-hmm. Thanks um, be to God. I think yes. he's out of the hospital, or at least out of ICU. So thank you, folks, for the prayers for him. Um, contrasting that with Father Larry Richards who is in the ICU right now, but yes. not because of COVID-19, not, because not of coronavirus, COVID. no. So please keep him in your prayers. I think he put a post on Facebook. Yes, in fact, I found out about it last night. We try to eliminate some of the devices in our houses on Sundays. So we weren't really checking Facebook that much, and we didn't realize, I don't know when he posted it. It was probably earlier Sunday. And so I saw a post, and I said, hey, Richard, do you know that Father Larry Richards is in the ICU? And, and apparently he posted a video and let people oh, wow. know okay. um, he was actually in a, in a hospital bed and a hospital gown and everything. So, and it just says from health complications and his his medicines, okay. his medications. So we ask you to pray for both the recovery of Monsignor Pope and also for the recovery of Father Larry Richard, yeah. Richards. Amen. They're both hosts on the Guadalupe Radio Network, and we love them both. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, for the 40 Days for Life campaign is getting ready to get, get started. They're going to have a wonderful kickoff, which, of course, we're promoting. Um, on Saturday, September 19th, and it's funny, we're talking about it already, but it's September. a month away. Well, but you got to prepare. Sure. you got to yes. get ready. got to get focused. Um, uh, it's the, it'll be at the, I'm pretty sure it's Women's Haven. Um, I don't see the address here. Oh, yeah, 2202 Babcock, yes. Awesome. It's going to be on Saturday, so from 1 to 2 in the afternoon, of course, please bring your masks. Okay. And uh, they're going to practice social distancing, of course. You know, that that... I want folks, everything we're promoting, we're going to be practicing social distancing. People need to understand that. So if I forget to say it, I'm sure somebody will put a post. Yes, everywhere, everything we're promoting is practicing social distancing. Uh, But they're looking for all the pro-life volunteers out there that haven't yet signed up for the upcoming campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be getting uh, some wonderful folks from the San Antonio Coalition for Life and uh, Women's Haven and all that good stuff that are going to be coordinating 40 Days for Life on the show. I need to confirm the date back. Yeah, we're going to have a great show with them. That's yeah, going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, although I'm pretty sure, I'm waiting for confirmation, but the San Antonio Family Association guys, is it next week? My, 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 my Mondays are all running together. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're, we'll be having them on the air soon uh, because we're going to be talking about, when it comes to the SAFA guys, 
the upcoming Dove Hunt fundraiser. That's right. It's, it's becoming a bigger fundraiser. Big deal. They, yeah, they coordinate this event. Um, this year, there's actually going to be three hunts. Uh, opening day for hunters, that's a big day. They're going to have a morning hunt cool. and an afternoon hunt, which means a long day for Raina and, and my son <laughs> and the Safa guys um, out in the Iltis Ranch uh, just north of Hondo. So that was going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, also, the following Saturday, September 5th, Still within that first week of, of the dove hunt uh, season, uh, another hunt. This one's going to be at the, I think I say, Sherhart Ranch in Castroville. Awesome. Um, there's going to be, yeah, again, practicing social distancing. You're going to be out there in the boonies. Uh, so having a good time. Yeah, this a is a time. really manly. Well, I mean, you tell me that sometimes you have women come too, right? Oh, yes, but, yes, 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 absolutely. It's not just relegated to men, but it's what a manly, fabulous. A brotherly thing to be doing. You have holy priests out there. You have great food. You've got camaraderie, and just uh, you come back exhausted and so happy from from every year you do this. Yeah. So we're just so grateful to have yet another year of this awesome event. So please, if you've got a man in your life and you've got a gun, <laughs> you need to come out there to the gun to the dove hunt. Right? It's yes, called and the you dove can hunt. Now get you can purchase. Notice your... I don't go out there myself because yes, you know it's just not what you do. <laughs> I get that. Some people like out of my realm. Yes, some people like lunches. Some people like dinners. Some people like golf uh, tournaments. That's right. That's right. Hunting. So So if you're into hunting, call Richard Reyna because he'll get you hooked up. Or go to the San Antonio Family Association's website at SanAntonioFamilyAssociation dot com, or of course their Facebook page. You can find them there as well. For more information for their releases for the registration forms. Uh, we're also looking for people to sponsor our priests that are out there. Yes. Uh, I they think seminarians as well. Yeah, we've absolutely. had a good influx of uh, seminarians and priests. What a manly thing to do, especially when fathers and sons take, or fathers take their sons out there yes. and they see these priests out there. They see the manliness of, of hunting and, yeah. and, and harvesting. Uh, these these um, people people get upset with us sometimes and say you're hunting the Holy Spirit. No, it doesn't work that way. In fact, <laughs> well, technically, I think we should always be hunting the Holy Spirit. Yes, shouldn't but we? Because this we're event is not hunting the Holy Spirit. But yes, just make it real clear. And there is a scientific uh, uh, approach to hunting Absolutely. when you're harvesting the 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 white winged doves who are overtaking the population of the morning That's doves. Right. Uh, folks, if you want to, uh, uh, I was going to say, catechesis. A really good explanation. Yeah, uh, right? tune in to that uh, interview that we're going to be doing with the San Antonio Family Association oh, guys, yes. Patrick Vondola and Mike Kanofsky. Um I will let you know for sure when it's going to be, but it'll be very interesting. Maybe we open it up for for calls because that might spark Ooh, yeah. a few uh, <laughs> folks calling in. But anyway, again, it uh, looks like Jose and Marisol are tuning in right now. Also, Rick Hernandez, oh, from Edinburgh. Uh, right. Although he lives in he lives in Trippie Springs. Omar Aleman. Hey, all right, Omar. Good to have you with us. Um, so the Dove Hunt, 40 Days for Life, Father Larry Rich. Oh, fullness of truth. Duh. Fullness so of truth. The conference is going to be still taking place. Okay. This coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Super excited now, about it. Friday, I think I've got it correct. And it's more of a praise and worship event. It's not mm-hmm. going to be the concert after all. Uh, but it's still going to be a gathering of people there. People checking in. Uh, that are going to be there. Sure. Staying there Friday night and Saturday night as well. will be showing up. It's going to be a great event, folks. Uh, the speakers that are going to be out there. I think Mark Hart's going to be virtual. Uh, mm-hmm. but we're still going to have Jesse Romero, 
We're going to have Father, Father Donald Calloway, Calloway, Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy, awesome. uh, who I just got word a few minutes before the show started that he was uh, he is available for to be our keynote speaker Yay. at our event. If all goes well, <laughs> April 29th. God bless Man, all these dates. Geraci. He's yeah. just so he willing. Just, he, did, he, he is. He rocks. I mean, you can't look at him and not smile. I know. Because he has the million dollar he's smile. He's got joy. Yes, yes for he's sure. He's got the joy, joy, joy right in his heart. No <laughs> doubt about it. Hey, there you go, Marisol. Uh, waving right back at you. Um, but uh, I forget who, the other speakers that are going to be at the conference. You can see Annie, them on your screen. Annie's going to be there. Annie Hickman. That's right. Annie the beard. Hickman, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's, fun to, he's fun to listen to. He's very inspirational. So he'll be an awesome speaker, too. Yeah. Yeah. There on your screen, you can see the flyer of the different speakers as well. Uh, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. They're oh, going to yeah. cap it at 700 physical attendees. And now, they're again, getting a good a good uh, group of people already, right? Oh, now, yes, aren't they getting yes. good registration level? So, I mean, this is important. If you want, we, you, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, encouraging people. Don't be afraid to get out. We will be very careful. But I think you need to remember that this is about God and about bringing your family closer to God. So take, take the little bit of uh, initiative and decide, I'm going to go out and do this for my family. I'm going to be there with my family, and we're going to try to bring ourselves closer to God. Right. And again, it's that big, big, event. big, grand, grand ballroom, I think the whole 3,000 people. It's giant. Uh, they're not going to have it full to 50%. They're not even going to have it to 25%, which would be 750. They're limited to 700 people. Yeah. So I, I believe the way they're going to do this, they're going to keep the rows six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And I think You'll they'll, be they'll, they'll Yeah, be they're going to massively, plus big jumbotrons in there. So for those people that attend, of course, again, I say it again, they're going to be practicing social distancing. Absolutely. The masks will be required. I'm sure there'll be hand sanitizer all over the place. You know, <laughs> all, all the precautions will be sure. will be taken care of. Um, our wonderful intern, Ty, is going to be um, manning the table, Yay! manning you know, the, the GRN table there as well. So it's going to be a really, really fun event. If you haven't yet signed up, please go to Fullness of Truth. Dot O-R-G. I love that. Please, please, please sign up. Plus, I didn't mention this. I forgot about that. But I didn't want to mention it initially, but I guess I, for those of y'all that that uh, want to, my word, partake of this event, <laughs> um, but don't, but don't either can't or won't be in town or or don't want to show up physically, you can still participate virtually. If awesome. you go to fullnessoftruth.org, there's a link there to sign up to to experience it. I guess That's I'm not gonna say via Zoom. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but but you can watch it live virtually. Uh, yeah, not well. You virtually can really do it, but be that you're yeah. not gonna. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. You can virtually I, uh, be there. Yeah, we need a whole a new event. dictionary on how to speak COVID. <laughs> COVID. There's too many new terms being hey, used. Hey, Father Charles Kashan, who's Yay, our who's Father our guest Charles. last week, is on. We love you, Father Charles. Yes, you know God I encourage anybody you. out there, you know, especially those of any kind of Lebanese descent. Uh, to go watch last week's show Holly, with Father Charles. I learned so much. Ty and I were talking about the show afterwards, right after Father left, and it was such a great show. He might have been, this is a challenge to Jesse, This he might have been our best guest uh, ever Oof. because he was just so wonderful. I felt like we were levitating out of the studio because everything he said was just so precious and he gave us such insight into the people, the suffering of the people of Lebanon. And it was great to have him in the studio. And he was just a wonderful priest. And it's the first time I had never met him. I didn't know anything about him. And you were um, knowledgeable enough to know exactly who we should bring in to talk about it. Yeah. It was fantastic. He, he really, it was, I don't know. It was, Go it was back a, and listen about to his last presence. week's show. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say it. Look, Pablo is joining us right now. How are you, how you doing, Pablo? Um, <laughs> but uh, I look forward to having Father Charles on yeah, again. Yeah, he was great. He, he was really, great. really, really God was. God bless him and all the people of Lebanon. Um, so we talked about the fullness of truth. We talked about last week. 
um, things that are coming up, Fullness of Truth Conference, yeah. of course, 40 Days for Life, uh, the upcoming San Antonio Family Association Dove Hunt Fundraisers. Right. There's three of them. Our share begins in a month. Wow. A month from tomorrow. Really? <laughs> what are fast. the dates? Do you know what the dates February, are already? Sorry, September 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Did I get that right? Wow. No, no, okay. 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. Whoa, <laughs> well, for you, it feels like it, they're every three days. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In the Raina household, it feels like the, the charathons are happening nonstop. It's continuous. Oh, well, so. yeah. Well, we'll be having uh, send an email out again for volunteers to get them over here. Uh, to man the, the 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 phones at least on Saturday. I'm oh, sorry, on Saturday. Whoa, on Friday we'll be uh, having the the full crew of two shifts of volunteers here, like we always do. Um, we will, of course, practice social distancing. I, I made some plexiglass. Um, I was just uh, about to say, if you want to know what Richard does on the weekends, he was out in our driveway before the last Sherathon building these little shields so that each volunteer who was coming in, because during the beginning of the pandemic, you had a Sherathon and of Mm -hmm. course you couldn't have any volunteers Mm -hmm. in here. It was the beginnings of everything. And you were being very cautious and careful. So you opted to have the, the Guadalupe Radio Network family, the staff, all the employees, answering the phones and that was awesome because yes. think about it they were they had gms and you know it was just everybody, everybody was Toya answering took the phone. a call Toya, like, wow. the vice president <laughs> of the entire network was answering wow. the phone but so the second uh share-a-thon that you had during the pandemic you wanted to make sure that your volunteers felt safe and protected and there you were in our driveway yeah. building these really oh, wow. cool shield things that sit on the table where you can set up your computer and and feel like you've got a little bit of protection and our volunteers are great, so they yeah. they came in and worked like gangbusters, and you all Woo-hoo. did beautifully. So we're going to pray that this one goes well, too. So the word must be getting out because we have eight, nine, seven. It just keeps changing. <laughs> uh, followers, I mean, people watching us right now, like Bob Styles just tuned in. And so, again, Javier Solis is back um, because Jesse's going to be on our show. I know. And, and, you know, I am a huge fan of Jesse Romano. No. I, I, you know, I'm thinking back <laughs> of the days at the Fullness of Truth conference because that is by far our favorite conference that happens here in San Antonio. And I can remember our beloved Martha Fernandez Sardina, who we sent a shout out to. Oh, of course. I said, hey, man, I'm going to go to dinner with Jesse and Anita. You want to come? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, are you serious? And there we were sitting at a table with Jesse and Anita and Martha. And we talked about all things Catholic, and we just got to sit there and listen to this guy talk. And he has so many stories. It is crazy. It is crazy. (laughs) He has been in the battle, on the battlefield. We're going to talk about spiritual battle today. He has been on the battlefield for a long time, and and he's got just boatloads of stories and experience and enthusiasm and knowledge. And he's going to be a great guest. And I can tell you that I watch him regularly on his Jesus 911 show. And uh, he's had, I think it's kind of funny because he's had his wife, Anita, on the show with him. And I think to myself, oh, Jesse and Anita Maybe we should have told him to bring Anita on, too. I know. I thought to myself, we should have had Anita on the phone, too. Um, It's just great to listen to him. So I encourage you to to get your, you know, Facebooks ready and and really listen. Because he's going to be talking about all things spiritual battle. And it's going to get hot in here. Now, Terry Barber is on (laughs) Jesus 912 with him? No, he's on uh, the Jesse and Terry show, which is after the... um, 
uh, what is it? The I don't know. There's a, there's a show in between. They've got great shows on Virgin okay. Most Powerful. Well, so. so, but Terry does a lot of the production work for him, and I reason I'm, I'm yes I'm because changing. Terry does the Terry Bishop does Strickland the Bishop Strickland show. Strickland show. So you'll just... recognize Jesse's partner yeah. in crime there at the Virgin Most Powerful, and it's Terry. Yes, um, he does great things, and he's great as the host of uh, our new show with Bishop Strickland. Amen. Absolutely. And in fact, you know. Elizabeth Contreras and her and Bobby say hi to us. The reason I bring them up is because Bobby is, is, is tied in. Bobby and Elizabeth are both tied in well with Jesse Romero as awesome. well. So, all right, the word is getting out. Jesse's going to be on our show. Folks, please, <laughs> if you haven't already shared this video, click on the share button at the bottom left part of your screen uh, that you're watching on. Just click on share and then start watch party and just send or share. The, uh, the, and it'll take off from there and your friends will know it and more people will tune in because I want to make sure everybody grasps this interview. So yeah. if you can't yet register, if you can't register for the Fullness of Truth Conference um, because it fills up really quickly, um, I know last week they were at 500. They're going to only, ma- they're going to max out at 700 for this conference um, as opposed to two and 3,000 in previous years mm-hmm. because of COVID-19. Man, it's like all these little asterisks I got to keep mentioning. <laughs> you can sign up to attend the conference virtually. And I think if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the newer TVs out there over the past three or four years, if you watch it on your phone for virtual or on your laptop, you can press a couple of buttons and, whoop, and it shows up on your, it TV. your TV. You can cast it to your TV. That's so right. please think about doing that as well. Well, we're going to ask Jesse a lot of questions, so we're really excited to have him on the show. But maybe before we actually get him on the show, I can tell you that this dude is, you don't mess around with Jesse Romero. I mean, he's a three-time World Police Olympics boxing champion. Say that five times fast. And he's a former USA middleweight kickboxing champion. I would not want to meet this guy in a dark alley, for sure, (laughs) especially if I was a criminal. (laughs) And then, to top it all off, he's actually a retired veteran of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. So, I mean, he had, before he started going to conferences and speaking at men's conferences and Fools of Truth and being on television and on radio... He was a deputy sheriff, and this guy has lived it on the streets of L.A., and his book that we're going to really feature and talk about today um, really gives you some insight into what he's experienced, and you don't mess around with this. When we talk about spiritual battle, this is like real, and I think a lot of people want to pretend that the devil doesn't exist, and Jesse's going to make sure we know that he is unfortunately alive and kicking in the culture and in the world right now, and he's going to bring it all down to one. Because he tries his very best to make us believe that he doesn't That's exist. right. That's wow, right. Amazing. So again, um, Jesse Romero, uh, Jesus 911. I'm going to tell right. you all that stuff that he, he touches. He's, he's pretty amazing. You know, it's funny how I, everybody knows that I'm not a reader, <laughs> but I'm almost done with this book. Jeez, uh, uh, D- the Devil of the City of Angels. Can y'all see it on the screen right now? I've yeah, got, I've got I, it. It's not really that thick. It's and it's really compelling. The one one of the things I'm going to tell Jesse is, and I'll I'll share it with you guys is that whenever I read a book by somebody who maybe they've oh, yeah. been on the radio or television, and you just you're very used to how they sound, or maybe you've seen them at conferences. When I read a book, I tend to hear the book in their voice. Yeah. So I'm reading this book, and it's quite compelling, and and. Okay, so Pretty terrifying like in many and parts oh, yeah. because it's real. I mean, he he gets he gets really specific about instances yeah. with uh, the diabolical that he has personally experienced. 
this book and I'm I'm reading it and I'm hearing Jesse's voice in my head because I'm he writes the way he speaks. And it's a really compelling book. It's a really easy read. And I would suggest anybody who wants to get it, you definitely can get this book easily. It's been out for a little while now. And yeah, I am kind of impressed that you've read it. So we're going to share um, his insights from this book and just really talk about the spiritual battle that's happening. You and I both know that things are going down big yeah, time right want, now. So. And I'm sure we'll talk about the rosary, and I want, I want Absolutely. people to be reminded, if you're not currently praying the rosary, I know the 54-day novena by Father Richard Hallman. Sure, yeah. three days ago, mm-hmm. or, or today's day Oh my day gosh, three. I can think of like five or six different uh, crusades and you know, different rosary battles crusade. that are going on right now. Uh, oh. Father Bing is doing one where you're fasting and praying, and I mean, it's serious. I mean, there's really good campaigns out there. All you need to look a little bit online and you will find a group doing tremendous praying and fasting. And so, yeah, Jesse's big on that. So we're going to make sure we, we hit that topic also. You know, one of the things I did forget to remen- uh, to mention as I picked up my rosary, I remember Deacon Pete uh, Goyard yes. uh, from St. Matthew's. Folks, uh, please keep him in your prayer, the repose of his soul. Uh, praise, pray for his wife. Uh, Deacon, I believe he fell in... in Suffered an injury lost and, uh, and and lost uh, he lost his, uh, he passed away this past weekend. God bless um, him. So we'll keep him in your prayers and may the souls of the faithful departed to the, the mercy, mercy of, of God, God rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Amen. You know, I mentioned to you that uh, I really w- thought very very highly of Deacon Pete because I remember very specifically during an election year he was very very adamant to speak about how Catholics need to be pro life. Pro life. And I remember I was standing at the back of a huge packed church, St. St. Matthew's, and just watching everyone else's reactions to him <laughs> standing at the ambo. He was uh, preaching the homily that day, that Sunday. And he really, he was beautifully genuine, very sincere, very kind, but really truthful. And he just laid it out in black and white. And I remember approaching him after Holy Mass and saying, Deacon, Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much for saying the truth and encouraging Catholics to be pro-life. It's Amen. very important. Amen. So I don't know when any, so any of the funeral him. arrangements are being are, are being held. I'm sure a lot of it's going to be virtual, but uh, uh, we will we will con- we will continue to pray for the repose of your soul, and we miss you. God bless you, and please pray for us, Deacon. Um, so man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it's funny. How I want to get Jesse on <laughs> the right now. I, I know. Up so it looks thinking. like Sylvia's joining us right now. Denny Stout, Nick Tom. Remember Nick Tom? Nick Tom. Yes, All right, Nick, Nick Tom, Tom. How you doing? Right. Uh, I always keep you in my prayers, Nick. I love seeing you jump on on our Facebook Live uh, episode. Please, all of y'all, share today's uh, show as we bring on Jesse in just a few minutes when we go to break and when we bring him on. Uh, I think the 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 show's going to light up. My our voices are going to light up. That's right. And don't forget, we do an after show. Oh, yes, we want to make sure show. that people realize. I mean, we're just not going to bring him on for a few minutes. We're actually going to do half the show that's on on the air with yes. Jesse, and then we go into the after show, and it's going to get crazy yeah. back then because I really want to hear some of the things. I mean, he tells these incredible stories, and I feel like he has a lot of insight. So if you really want to get the skinny on what's going on in the spiritual world. You got to keep with us all through the show and after on Facebook on our I mean, after I'm show. I'm just I'm giddy. Wanted to bring him on. <laughs> I'm One kind call. of hoping that nothing starts floating in the room. Yeah. Or, you know, and I'm actually just a little worried that that, we, that that you know it's going to fly by too fast. I'm not worried. About I know the show. we I'm always say that, but we were also praying the precious blood of Jesus over everything. So we were asking God to bless everything, and I I encourage you all to to pray that the connection with Jesse is clear and bright, and that we can hear him and. Because we know, you know, as as anyone who's aware of the spiritual battle that happens every day, 
old hairy legs, as Barbara McGuigan yes. likes to say, yes. loves to get in on the mix and he can mess up things. So we're going to pray that Jesus prevails as he always does. Woo. The precious blood of Jesus over everything. And we're going to get to the interview with Jesse Romero. Amen. And Andrea Kelly just jumped on too. How are you All doing, right. Andrea? Please share this with you. And you too, Frank, take this video and share it. Folks, we're going to be going to a break right now, and uh, I'm going to get Jesse on the line. Please keep us in your prayers, and it all goes smoothly. And we'll be right back after uh, this short break with Jesse Romero and uh, Jesus 911. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Join us at the ninth annual Charity Dove Hunt Fundraiser for Guadalupe Radio Network, presented by the San Antonio Family Association. This most awesome event will take place on Tuesday, September 1st at the Iltis Ranch, just north of Hondo, Dove Hunt, capital of Texas. There'll be a morning hunt as well as an afternoon hunt, complete with breakfast tacos and a kielbasa sausage lunch. For more information, visit SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for rosary missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Into the Wild is an authentically masculine outdoor experimental retreat weekend for men building on the principles that grace builds upon nature. Into the Wild is primarily an outdoor skill-oriented weekend focused on providing men with experiences linked to a man's natural vocation as a leader, protector, and provider. The Into the Wild retreat will be coming to Bitterroot Lions Youth Camp in Marion, Montana, September 10th through the 13th. Visit IntoTheWildWeekend.com. Fullness of Truth invites you to the 14th Annual Summer Catholic Family Conference, August 21st through the 23rd at the beautiful and family-friendly Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa in San Antonio. This year's theme is Radical Discipleship, Evangelization in the Real World. Featured speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Father Ken Geraci, Mark Hart, Hallie Lord, Annie Hickman, and Jesse Romero. Registration is now open. Visit fullnessoftruth.org. That's fullnessoftruth.org. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. And we're back on Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Richard's hard at work at getting Jesse on the phone, and so we're going to make sure we <laughs> carry the load as usual. We're always thinking to ourselves, you know, that darn, you know, who can always get in the way. So we're going to make sure that we work hard on getting him on the air right now. Richard's fiddling with a lot of different buttons, and we're calling him, and no problem, we're going to get him any minute. But I have to tell you, 
Before we start, it would be a great opportunity for me to let you know a little bit about the book that we're going to be talking to Jesse about, because it's a book that came out several months ago, and he's had another book come out recently. But this book is so tremendous because it really gives you really intimate, I mean, I'm going to say it, it's kind of scary to read because... We never want to be fascinated with the devil. We never want to be fascinated with spiritual warfare in the sense that our curiosity decides that we want to know diabolical things. And of course, we would never, that's why we're always being warned, don't dabble in the diabolic because that's very dangerous. You're putting your soul in, in danger. But what Jesse's book tries to do, and the, and the book is called The Devil in the City of Angels, My Encounters with the Diabolical. Jesse Romero talks about nine incidences, nine experiences that he has with different diabolical um, episodes. I mean, like there is some crazy, crazy stuff in here. First of all, I would suggest you maybe read it in, in the light of day, maybe, you know, not all fire. I think I read it at night in my closet. And I, like I said, I was hearing Jesse's voice, you know, as I was, as he was reading it, as I was reading it, cause he really does write like he talks. So for those of you who are big fans of Jesse Romero and you, you hear his voice all the time. He's very fun, very jovial, very pragmatic, very, very down to earth. And he, that's the way he writes. So when he's telling you about these experiences with the diabolical, I mean, you can hear the way he's telling you this is this really happened. This really happened to me. I'm very he has a lot had a lot of experiences of it. And when I say that he had a life before he was a, a, an evangelical, you know, um, apologist, it's because during his experiences as a sheriff, just think about all the diabolical things that our police officers our sheriff's county people, all these people who are the like the front line of, you know, the things that are going on in the world. These guys, these women are responding to calls that can sometimes very much be about spiritual battle. And I'm I'm in my head thinking about all the different episodes that he mentions in his book. And some of these things will literally make you go, oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. And what's really interesting, as we mentioned a few minutes ago, that Anita, his wife, is sometimes on the air with him on the show that we listen to him on, which is Jesus 911. And Anita, his wife, is on there. And in some of the experiences he mentions in the book, she's with him because they're prayer warriors. My understanding is that Jesse has grown up in this kind of life because his parents were very much involved in in this kind of ministry of praying for people. And it's it's not it's not the kind of ministry that you just say, "Oh yeah, I, I want to be involved in exorcisms and I I want to be, you know, uh, courtside when this whole thing comes down." I would highly recommend that you don't do that, but in in his special circumstances over the course of his young life and and very much so in his adult life, He's had the opportunity to be right there, I mean, front and center, when something diabolical is happening. So if you are interested, and like I said, interested in a way that is not unhealthy, we would never want to pursue to know diabolical things. But, you know, we've often said on this show, don't be scared, be prepared. Um, the reason why Jesse writes books like this and he talks about the devil and he talks about stuff like this is because he is very aware that we as Catholics need to be in the know. We need to know the devil is real. We need to know that he is running rampant in the world. And we need to know how to be prepared and sanctified, especially because in this day and age where so many of us are walking around, just think about the statistics. Um, 
what is it, 17% of Catholics, only 17% of Catholics believe in the presence of the devil or very few believe in the uh, Eucharist, that it is the precious uh, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ himself. There are so many of us who are just walking around really oblivious uh, to the spiritual. And most of the times we live in this practical world and we just think, okay, everything is under my control and God doesn't really have a part in it. And the devil's not real. So I don't really have to worry about him either because he's just like something that the church uses to scare people into trying to be close to the church and the sacraments when in reality, he's not really real. Well, Jesse is all about the business of making sure we know darn well that he is in fact real. And, you know, we'll discuss this with him a lot, but I think one of the things that, that the devil loves most is convincing people that he doesn't exist. That's the biggest lie that's being told about him is that he doesn't exist, that that hell doesn't exist and you can't go there. Just think if you if the devil doesn't exist, then what consequences are there to any evil that you would do? Because if you don't have any punishment for the crime, then why not commit the crime? Think about all the all the stuff we're seeing that's on the news lately. Um, people attacking other people, people breaking things, people stealing things, people shooting randomly. Um, it's because they don't believe that the, the devil is real. They don't believe that hell exists and they don't believe that they can go there. So all these things are so important. So we're, we're working really hard to get Jesse on the phone. We're going to go to a quick break. And we're going to come back and hopefully we'll have Jesse Romero on the GRN Guadalupe Radio Network. Don't, be, don't go away. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Join us at the 9th Annual Charity Dove Hunt Fundraiser for Guadalupe Radio Network, presented by the San Antonio Family Association. This most awesome event will take place on Tuesday, September 1st, at the Iltis Ranch, just north of Hondo, Dove Hunt, capital of Texas. There will be a morning hunt as well as an afternoon hunt, complete with breakfast tacos and a kielbasa sausage lunch. For more information, visit SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. The San Antonio Coalition for Life invites you to their 40 Days for Life kickoff rally on Saturday, September 19th at 2202 Babcock Road. Stephen Lennon will provide the live music with a testimony by Amber Delaney, plus goodie bags, food, and prizes. They'll be adhering to all the COVID-19 precautions, of course, and masks will be required. For more information or to sign up for the upcoming campaign, visit 40daysforlife.com slash San Antonio. Hey, Donnie, what do we say when we make the sign of the cross? In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Did Mama teach you that? As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for rosary missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? 
Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Into the Wild is an authentically masculine outdoor... All right, folks, let's see if we can get this going right now. I think we've got it. Let's see here. Let's see. Jesse, 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 can you hear us? Yes, sir, I can hear you guys. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay, so that took about three St. Michael prayers for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Richard needs like seven extra arms and a bunch of extra fingers in order to work all the buttons and all the phone lines and everything that he's doing. Hey, Jesse, what's up? We're so glad to have you on Rising Walk. (laughs) <laughs> me too. I'm so glad you guys invited me. It's, uh, I'm glad that you guys thought about me, and uh, it's it's uh, great to be on your show. Well, you know, we were talking to our listeners and telling them about how I'm a big fan of your show, uh, Jesus 911, and I watch you and Anita regularly. Um, I know you've got your uh-huh. other counterparts, and I, I love those two guys, Eddie and Ruben, but um, I'm particularly fond of having Anita on, so I'm really, really oh, happy that okay, you're on you. our show. Yeah, I'm just so thrilled. And and we're we're talking about spiritual battle today and we were actually telling all our listeners to to you know remember that the evil one likes to infiltrate and get hold of things and pretend that he's got control over stuff so we had some issues getting you on the line but we're super happy you're here today praise god thank you jesus well we're going to talk a little bit about um in particular your book you know jesse i got your book uh right when it came out i think you even sent it to us and are you kidding me i had to wrestle that book out of rich arena's hands because <laughs> i knew i wanted to read that book really quickly and i was explaining to our listeners that i think i read it in my closet at night and that probably wasn't a great place to do it and it's an easy <laughs> read and i was also explaining yeah. that because i know you so well and i listen to you so often and I've heard you on many occasions at various conferences, and I'm just such a big fan of yours that I could actually hear your voice when I was reading uh, your book, and and it just felt like you were you were explaining to me your experiences. And maybe you can give us a little insight. How did it come about that you decided, particularly, to write this book, "The Devil in the City of Angels: My Encounters with the Diabolical"? Here's why I wrote the book is because. I think all of us as Catholics, you don't even have to be Catholic, all of us have had encounters, paranormal, preternatural encounters with things that we don't understand, and they're called demons. And this is part of Catholic teaching, but this is part of the teaching of the Catholic faith that has really been suppressed Mm -hmm. for decades. It's just now starting to make kind of a resurgence. But this is really old-time Catholicism, angels and demons. This isn't anything new. I mean, uh, th- this is part of the deposit of the Catholic faith. Uh, I, th- I forget which council. I think the Fourth Lateran Council uh, you know, defined the fact that this is part of the deposit of faith, angels and demons. Every Sunday at Mass, we pray that we believe that God is the Father of both things visible and invisible. And so yeah. I wrote this book so to allay people's fears that you're not crazy (laughs) if you had these encounters with demons no you're you don't you're not mentally ill you don't have to go to a psychiatrist necessarily (laughs) this is part of living on planet earth and uh so i i wrote a lot of 
just basically different encounters that I've had. Some as a cop, some, you know, before police work, some after police work, just to allay people's fears that, no, this is part and parcel of the struggle of getting to heaven. This is what St. Paul calls, you know, put on the full armor of God and fight the good fight. We are wrestling against not flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers in heavenly places. That's a reference to demons. I also wrote the book because I, I'm kind of concerned that the Southwest is being really infiltrated mm-hmm. by Satanism and witchcraft. And I'll tell you, that the source of that is coming from, if you want to know where Ground Zero is, it's Veracruz, Mexico. Wow. Veracruz, Mexico, yeah. Uh, and, and it would only be fitting that the devil would attack that city. Veracruz right. means true cross. That's where Hernando Cortez landed and planted the cross and claimed, and claimed the Americas for Christ. But just like we as Catholics have conferences around the country, and I'm speaking at a Fullness of Truth conference this weekend in San Antonio, Woo-hoo! and uh, you know we're trying to build people up at these conferences, Satanists also have conferences, Mm -hmm. and their big annual conference is in Veracruz, Mexico. Wow. They have a week-long conference where you get witches, Satanists, shamans, people that are involved in the occult, and they get trained for several days in the hills of Veracruz, Mexico, uh, in incantations, hexes, curses, uh, and and, and all kinds of other nefarious diabolical activities. It's actually a training camp. And a lot of that is being exported into the Southwest because they train people. I mean, you get people from Oregon, Washington, California, people from all over the country that go to this annual conference to be taught as a Satanist and to, and to perfect the art of hexes and curses and maledictions. Then they come back to their little cities, you know, Portland, Oregon, San Antonio, Texas, you know, mm-hmm. Southern Cal- Los Angeles, California, and they set up these shops and these covens or these botanicas. That's why I wrote the book, just to kind of let people know, we as Catholics have to realize that there's a battle out there, and we have to bump up our prayer life, A. We have to be praying more than they're cursing and hexing. And B, we also have to pursue a life of holiness, because they're pursuing a life of evil. They're pursuing a life of attachment to the diabolical, and our prayers are only as meritorious as our closeness to God. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote the book kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like a five-alarm wake-up call to people saying, guys, number one, you're not crazy. Number two, this happens. This has happened to me many times. And number three, here's the enemy. I think I've outlined it clearly. Yeah. And I talked about three enemies, really, that come from the Southwest, Santeria, Santa Muerte, and Witchcraft. Those are the three big ones that are being exported to the Southwest. Uh, and then I talk about, uh, again, I go into detail about these different occultic groups, and uh, at the end, I give, uh, again, just kind of some p- prayers that we should be incorporating into our Catholic faith. Spiritual warfare prayers, this should be part and parcel of, of, of a Catholic prayer life. Not just the beautiful, basic prayers that we've given to throughout the day, mm-hmm. but also specifically praying against the diabolical. Uh, attach that to your evening prayers before you go to bed. Amen. You know, Jesse, some time ago I interviewed... Um, Adam Bly, when I first did that, you know, I never fully grasped that I needed to know how the enemy fought. I actually, you know, I, I should say innocently thought that I just needed to know the catechism and just learn, learn the teachings of the faith. I'm good. But then when I got a hold of, of Adam Bly and interviewed him, he opened my mind to like, whoa, I didn't realize that's how the devil fought. 
And since then, I've been more open to learning about that. And so when I read your book, Devil in the City of Angels, I'm like, man, this is where we all need to be understanding that the devil does exist, mm-hmm. even yeah. though he does his very yeah. best to believe, make us believe that he doesn't exist. So I want to thank you for writing that Correct. book because he got me fired up. And I think that's one of the impetuses that my wife and I and my family, we pray the family rosary together, and, and it's so incredibly awesome. powerful to do that. And I love that. My, I'm going to brag on my son a little bit. He makes rosaries now out of, out of lock nuts. So there's not your wimpy little plastic rosary. It's a heavy thing. It's, <laughs> it's a weapon. literally a weapon, It's Jesse. a physical <laughs> weapon, and, and we'll show you one when you, when you come to San Antonio. Wow. Um, and I love that he's doing that. Because you know we're increasing the devotion to the rosary and getting guys out there who don't get it with that awesome weapon, the rosary, uh, uh, to start praying it more and praying it daily. Daily. Uh, your thoughts on the rosary and its effectiveness in uh, the spiritual realm? Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you threw that question at me. <laughs> uh, the rosary. This is the Blessed Virgin Mary, by the way, based on Genesis three fifteen. She has power and authority over Satan and his entire kingdom. So that's divine revelation. That was given to us by God. Recently, Cardinal Norberto Rivera, who was giving a lecture on exorcism over in Mexico City to Mexico's exorcist, cadre of exorcists, he actually said, he said, the Blessed Virgin Mary is the chief exorcist in the church militant. Wow. Again, so that, com- yeah, so that comports with Genesis chapter 315. Now, I'll tell you why... The rosary is such a powerful weapon against the diabolical, okay? Number one, the devil knows that there's two people that have been given power and authority by God the Father against the devil and demons, his army. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, who's, who's the Son of God, equal with the Father, co-equal, co-eternal, and co-majestic, and so he shares the authority of the Father. Satan knows that, Okay. So he fears Jesus, the name of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus. Well, we say that name 50 times in the Hail Mary, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when we do the Fatima prayer, oh, my Jesus. And so that name, it it, it causes, exorcists will tell you that the name of Jesus and Mary, it torments and it wounds demons. It torments and it wounds them. I'll give you maybe an analogy. It's like water, it's like torturing them. It's like tying up a demon, it's arms and legs in, in, in a chair in a dark room and putting speakers as loud as you can on their eardrums and putting, you know, the, the worst music on some, some person that you want to try to break and not let them sleep. That's what our prayers do. Secondly, why, why does the name Mary, why does it uh, impact demons so much? I'll tell you why. When you, first of all, Mary's been given power and authority by God the Father. And this is kind of humiliating for Satan. Father Chad Ripperger and others say, the devil's humiliated because God has given a person of a lower species. Because remember, human beings are of a lower species than angels and demons. They're of a higher species than we are. We're of a lower species. But the Father has given a Jewish virgin woman, lower species than the angels and demons, authority over them. Why has he done that? Specifically just to humiliate them. And so, I mean, think about this, Rich. You wouldn't be ashamed if you got beat up in a bar, like, for example, by, like, you know, the young Mike Tyson or, <laughs> or, or Brock Lesnar from the UFC. You, you go home, t- show your wife your black eyes, you know, your, your bloody mouth. Who'd you fight? I fought, you know, Mike Tyson and stuff. I, I, I gave him a run for his money, but, you know, he, 
Can you imagine going home to your wife? You know, you went in a bar. You shouldn't be in a bar. But just say <laughs> in your pagan days, my pagan days, you're in a bar, and you get your clock cleaned by a 15-year-old Jewish virgin, and you get home, and your wife says, where are you drinking again, Richard? Who, who, be, who are you mouthing off this time to, Brock Lesnar and Mike Tyson? No, a 15-year-old Jewish virgin. This is the humiliation demons experience that God has forced them to submit and surrender and to be driven out by a person of a lower species, the Blessed Virgin Mary, who's part of the human species. She's not a god. She's not divine. Secondly, the devil fears the name Mary and the Hail Mary that we say 50 times. It's like a it's like a magazine. Every time you pray, you're firing off a shot into the air. And what you're doing, these are what they call the military airstrikes, airstrikes. you got officers saying, okay, the enemy's over here. They call them planes, and they say, okay. They give them the radius and stuff, dropping the, the missiles over here. That's called an airstrike. The rosary is an airstrike. Why? Because your prayers come from your soul and they project, notice the word that I'm using, they project like a bullet out of your mouth, or if it's silent, it projects out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Where do your prayers go? They go into the cosmos, into the air. Well, who dwells in the cosmos in the air? Demons do. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 12. Demons, they live they dwell in the air, in the cosmos, in the heavenly realm. Our prayers, the Bible says, they go up out of our mouth, out of our soul, like incense. Psalm 141, verse 2. They ascend up into the air. This is where the angels and demons are at. And who can Now, this is powerful. Your prayers, the angels will take your prayers based on Revelation chapter 8, and verse 4, and Acts chapter 10, verse 1 and 4, our prayers are carried by the angels to heaven like incense. However, our prayers also cause pain and injury to the demons who are also in the air. This is an important principle on spiritual warfare taught by every exorcist that teaches this. Angels go where they are called. Demons go where they are not resisted. I'll repeat it again because this could be the entire show. Angels go where they are called. Demons go where they're not resisted. Mm -hmm. It's the the, the Blessed Virgin Mary has, in two approved Marian apparitions, they ask Our Lady, why do we have to pray? She says, it's the Matthew 7-7 principle. Ask and you'll receive. You must pray in order for you to receive. Our, our guardian angels are standing like security guards, and they're saying, man, I can't wait. I can't wait, you know, till Jess prays or Anita prays or, you know, or till Father so-and-so prays. Because when you pray, the demons go, as they say, 10-8. They're on duty. They're on service. Now they're saying, yes! <laughs> they take your prayers. Now they're on assignment, and they carry them like incense to the throne of God. But at the same time, your prayers, because demons are also in the air, it's also a weapon. Prayer has an offensive nature to it. Psalm 64, verse 8, it calls prayer an arrow. Of God's Word is an arrow. The Bible also calls God's Word the sword of the Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, 
Jeremiah 23 calls God's Word. It says it's a hammer that breaks rocks. Every single time you look at God's Word being described in the Bible, God's Word is described as an offensive weapon. And that's precisely what we pray as Catholics. All our prayers come from God's Word implicitly or explicitly. So what you're doing when you're praying, you're calling an airstrike. Your prayers have an offensive nature to it. It's a rock that smashes things into pieces. It's a sword of the Spirit that comes out of your mouth projected. It's an arrow that's projected out of your mouth. And this, every single exorcist are saying, this is what hurts demons. You know, there's a saying that when we were kids, we used to hear, sticks and stones may break yeah. my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not true for, for demons. They don't have a body. You can't hurt them with sticks and stones. The only thing that hurts demons is the Word of God because it's an offensive weapon. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. Hey, Jesse, I, we're going to get really into it and in the after show, which is going to come up pretty soon because we had a hard time getting all of you. But I got to tell you, there are a lot of people listening right now who probably think, okay, what what am I doing in my life that that might be opening myself up to stuff? And you talk about it in the book a lot. What are some of the common portals that people that people use to leave them wide open that lets the the devil know that he can scoot right in? Okay, a portal basically means a door. How did you open the door to the devil or a demon or demons? Because when a demon enters a person, they usually come in packs. They don't operate by themselves. They're like gang members. They're like. Uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They run in packs. That's exactly yeah. what they do. Um, and so the, 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 the number one, the most common method that a demon uh, obsesses, oppresses, or possesses the person is, number one, a person that doesn't know their faith. They have the door wide open. They're unprotected. I mean, Hosea the prophet talks about it in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. He says, uh, my people are perishing for their lack of knowledge. No, That's mm-hmm. the first thing. If you don't know your faith, you are wide open. Your door is wide open for diabolical infiltration, diabolical attack. Now, because you don't know your faith, then people fall into different vices which expedite or assure that a demon is going to come and uh, and and oppress obsessed or possessed hey, hey, and Jesse, what are the Jesse, general can, three ways that you see in America hey Jesse can you hold that thought right there we're going to take a quick break please don't go anywhere <laughs> stay right there stay right there yeah. folks we'll be right back with more Rise Thanks and Walk for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna to listen or watch again go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page have a question or comment Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. I actually was gone from the Catholic Church for 35 years. I want to get to heaven. I don't know if I will. I mean, I worry about it. But I not only want to get to heaven at the moment of my death, I want to find as much heaven as possible here on earth. So 
I need help. I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Do you need a will and keep putting it off? Do you need guidance on settling the estate of a loved one who's passed away? Gilson Law Firm is a faith-centered team of legal professionals who can help you navigate the probate process and put your final affairs in order. I'm attorney Sim Gilson, a sponsor of GRN. When we meet, we'll talk about Catholic health directives and charitable giving, about faith and family. To learn more about our team, visit tricountylawyer.com and make 2020 the year you put your final affairs in order. This episode of the National Catholic Geographic, we learn that once the human discovers Catholic radio on the GRN, it can't stop listening. It's drawn to the truth and knowledge of the Gospels and knows that without sending its monthly pledge to the GRN by logging on to grnonline.com and clicking on Donate, being equipped with this knowledge so it can give a reason for the hope that lies within, wouldn't be possible. Your connection to our treasured Catholic faith all day, every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic radio for your soul. Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.